Okay, for a couple weeks now, you've heard me rip the local baseball franchise pretty good for the mishandling, bungling, really, of the Brian Reynolds matter. I'm going to try something completely different today. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins that I hope you'll also check out. Ben Charrington knew, had to have known, he was going to take the brunt of the heat once the Reynolds news emerged that he'd requested a trade. And he's gotten it. (laughs) He really has, including from this particular small corner of the world. And that, to clarify before I even get going here today, is as it should be. That's my stance. I'm holding to it. And after I'm done with this little portion here now, I'll reiterate why. But there is always, in any scenario, another side. It could be the wrong side, but there is another side. And in some conversations that I've had over the past, oh, handful of days, with Christmas and everything, a lot of Time has kind of blurred here over the past week, but it was a couple days before Christmas. And my understanding from the team's point of view regarding Reynolds is this. They feel they've made a more than fair offer and that they made an honest, no BS effort to try to sign Reynolds to a long-term extension, even though, and this is true, they didn't have to. Reynolds is still Pittsburgh property for the next three years through the arbitration process. They didn't have to do anything. They could have gone year to year. Also, within that, let's remember, the Pirates didn't need to offer Reynolds the two-year extension that they did in early 2022 for the same reason, but they did. And he was given as such a guarantee that he'll be paid for, well, last year and this year, even if something very bad were to happen to him, it's guaranteed money. That's the difference between holding a player's rights and that player having a guaranteed contract. Beyond that, this offer, I'm told the one to Reynolds exceeded in total value the $70 million that Kebrian Hayes agreed to last year, only over a lesser term than Hayes' eight years. Now, you're going to ask, what's that mean? What are the specifics? And I'm going to tell you flat out that I don't have them. I'm sharing the information that I do have. The overall value of the contract was more than Hayes. The overall term, meaning the length, was less than Hayes. Both of those are appropriate But, you know, there's a pretty big variance within that window. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. 
It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Was the offer fair? I have no idea, because I don't know the offer. Was the approach honest and intended to be something other than let's just show we made an effort to sign this guy and then he'll storm out because the offer was so insulting and we'll have grounds upon which to trade him for more prospects, which is all that we really want to do anyway. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have that information. However, the information that I do have, and this is where I swing back, is that this is a big mess and that they are largely responsible for having made it because Reynolds was always going to be that guy who was going to have to represent your stop sign, meaning this is where you stop just letting them walk away. This is where you say, here come all these younger players. We're getting ready for them in 2023. We're going to see the Pittsburgh debuts of Andy Rodriguez, Henry Davis, Michael Burrows, Quinn Priester. And we will, in the same time, see them intertwine with the handful of good players who are already here. Most notable among them being their best player, Brian Reynolds. The Pirates were the ones who were most empowered to ensure that happened. How do I know this? One, they're holding the money, and they're holding a lot of money back. Two, Reynolds legitimately wanted to be here. Sometimes I'll say that, and I'll hesitate, and I'll say, ah, you know, players say this and that and whatever else. I have had conversations with this young man on the record, off the record, and you will have to take my word for it that he very much wanted to be here up to and including the extraordinary point where he was hearing from other people around him. What are you nuts? He still wanted to be here. So something happened to tick off not just the agents at CAA, who the Pirates, by the way, are completely correct in accusing of using this ploy on a pretty regular basis, meaning demanding a trade when things don't go well. But way more important, something happened to tick off Reynolds, and it had to be something real based on what I know about him. So again, while I respect that there are two sides to every debate, one of them is holding all of the money, and one of them had ample chance to ensure that none of this ever occurred. And if money is all we're talking about here, and I believe that it is, that's the last thing you can excuse when it comes to the Bob Nutting-owned Pittsburgh Pirates. When we come back, J1Q... from Phil, who writes, suppose Brian Reynolds just saw Brandon Nimmo hit free agency at 30 and get paid 20 million plus into his late 30s. He tells the Pirates, 
if you want any of my free agent years, meaning Reynolds, you need to pay me through my 37-year-old season. A free agent for his 31-year-old season can get paid. A free agent at his 35-year-old season is probably going year to year. I don't know if this is the case, but it makes a lot of sense to me. I doubt that the Pirates would be comfortable with some of these numbers, though. Uh, Phil, you sound as if you really know your baseball finances. So you don't need me to tell you that a contract that Nimmo signs or that anyone signs in their age 30 season or already into their free agency years is going to be different than one for a player who still has three full years of his rights being held by the team through arbitration. That's just a fact of life. It's one of the things that drives me the most nuts whenever I'm reading, seeing, or hearing general commentary about baseball signings. They'll see someone who signed as a, you know, in his 30s into his free agency years already and say, well, look at that. That's why Reynolds is mad. It's not. The comparables for a Reynolds contract have to be other guys who've signed at his stage of arbitration. That's without really bogging this episode down in all kinds of dollar details and Major League Baseball collective bargaining agreement stuff. This is just a different setup. Reynolds should be paid and would be paid same in Pittsburgh as anywhere else. Dodgers, Yankees, Mets, whatever, based on his arbitration standing. Nobody's going to overpay for years that are already under control. So if I try to factor out, you know, Reynolds being paid on a term that's bigger, not a term, but a dollar figure that's bigger than that of Hayes, and it's something that covers his arbitration years, you're probably talking about a, a term that's in the range of about five or six years. And knowing the pirates probably not more or not a lot more than 70 million that they would have done something that would just put them into a spot where they had control of at least two of his free agency years now if you look at that from the player standpoint he can say well gee that's that's nice for the pirates but by the time my contract in pittsburgh is done i'll be whatever it is 32 33 years old I might not be as good a baseball player, and I might be going year to year for all I know. So this is the contract where I need to make sure that I maximize the money. And I'd prefer if that happens in Pittsburgh. If you're not going to do that, send me somewhere where it would happen. Oh, man. Do other people who do, like, baseball podcasts or programs have to just go on and on and on with money 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 it's all this franchise is about i appreciate the question phil it's good stuff i appreciate everybody listening to daily shot of pirates we'll do another one of these tomorrow 